welcome to these amazing places podcast this is show number 234 for the week of january 14th 2013 welcome everybody and this is adam and i'm on skype and here's doug with what we're doing this week okay everybody first thing it's 233 uh, something <laughs> it's a, like that this is just more verification of what a crazy time it is it's late at night here uh and so adam and i are trying to get a show done uh so hey anyway what we're going to be talking about this week everyone is the next generation activities and things that are going to be going on in the parks that has to do with magic bands has to do with rfid passes and the whole shebang uh, we're going to run through a lot of different uh, things concerning those, what's coming, what's already here, and what's going to happen, and our excitement about it all. So, we will be right back. Okay, everybody, we're back, and ready kind of uh, to start to fire off some of these things here. We're just going to immediately beginning to uh, begin to talk about uh, My Magic Plus and the Magic Band and Fast Plus and a little bit about also My Disney Experience, which is what we've we spoke about it some before. So here we go. Uh, first thing is uh, guests can schedule three Fast Passes before arriving to the parks for rides, shows, parades, fireworks, or to meet characters. Um, pretty cool this is kind of the stuff that we had heard before uh as far as the shows i think that they're going to have special seating in the shows for people and now i've heard it's going to be special seatings seating but it doesn't always mean that it's the best seat in the house or the best view viewing place in the house but it is seating that is set aside and reserved for people that are using uh, magic bands uh, also same thing for parades and fireworks there's going to be designated areas set aside for people using those have you heard anything more than that adam uh no but i think the biggest thing to announce with really is something we should probably say that this is all in the works so yeah. you know they could be changing different things as things roll out and this and they asked you know what specific dates on the blog said well when is this happening and the, the guys on the blog said this is being rolled out throughout the year so it's not like what you get now is what's going to be that you know you're only limited to so many things you're probably going to get more stuff as stuff comes out so anyway yeah i really do believe that what they're going to look at is is i mean there's always a chance they roll this stuff out and 30 percent of the people that actually come in use it and so then what are you looking at i mean is it worth doing for 30 percent and so yeah you could find that out or you could see that hey it's hot at first a lot of people are using it and six months later, hardly anyone's using it just because they've, yep. they've tried it and they don't like it maybe at that point. Yep, yep, exactly. So anyway, I have more comments about like the overall view of things in the future and all that, but that's fine. If you want to keep going down okay. everything and comment um, about it, yep. Next thing, magic bands. And in case somebody doesn't know, magic bands are the wristbands. Rubberized wristbands that will go around your wrist. Uh, that is, that's basically what a magic band is. Magic Band can be set up prior to visiting uh, and linked to your Disney account. By Disney account, they mean, or if whatever your account is that you're scheduled to stay there. Could be even your Fast, not Fast Pass, but uh, annual pass holder account. Uh, so technically, yeah, you're going to use that at that point to to set up uh, 
your fast passes and stuff for the day. Let's see here. Uh, magic bands will be rubber, not paper, to allow reuse across multiple visits. My first thought on this was, uh, and I don't know, I mean, if you wear a watch, but I remember when I ran all the time, I used to wear rubber, like they were watches that had rubber bands on them, and it was annoying sometimes. It was uh, irritating on my wrist, uh, especially when you get sweaty. So yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see how that works out. I, I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's been fully tested. You know, certain people with certain allergies or reactions to your skin, and or can you wear it on your uh, belt buckle? You know, or have it on lanyard? You know, stuff that I'm sure. It's just like carrying your uh, key to the world card. Right. That thing can be stuck in your pocket, put in your wallet, you know, all left and right, but the, it doesn't ruin the RFID. It's probably something, or maybe something like the, uh, not that it's like that, but you remember the uh, key card things for Food and Wine Festival, how yep. you had your little gift card, you know, something yeah, like you that. Know, that's I funny because you should mention that. Um, and we'll get into it a little more, but that should eliminate those. Yeah. Uh, it's true. Now the only thing that I've questioned this is, well, let's, we'll just get into it here in a minute. Um, magic bands, in fact, it's this next one. Magic bands will be used as room keys, park tickets, fast pass, plus access, and photo pass, uh, photo pass usage throughout the parks. My first yep. thought was, is I like to use gift cards that I can buy here recently, locally, that save gas, save me money on gasoline. So technically, I'm, I'll be curious to see how that works. Because I don't want to yeah. use, lose the usage of those cards, and so I'm thinking, okay, if it's billed to my account, basically my credit card or my you know my debit card or whatever I choose to put on file, then I'm losing that the ability to use those cards in the park. Well, let me tell you this, because this is a, and this, it might work this way. Um, so we did this because um, how did we do it? Well, we were, we were staying with Roy and Patty, and we all were in, like, a big suite. We had, like, a two-bedroom, and so we all had Key to the World cards, and we all had, like, uh, the chargeability on it because we wanted to charge again against it. Well, they had their bills. We had our bills, but we wanted to charge against it, and I just kept track of what we charged. At the end of the trip, you go back to pay off what you charged, ah, in other okay. words. And so at the desk, you stand there, and you're like, okay, here, I want to pay off, you know, whatever my money well then you just pay for it with whatever you want you know so i got my disney gift card you know there it is that there pays for my balance you're done it's kind of like i don't know well you've never done a cruise have you no okay well on a cruise it's the same thing you pretty much do all your charges throughout the entire cruise and at the very end before you check out you you have your balance you got to pay it even though it was charged to your room the entire time, and that includes excursions and all the extra stuff, it just all comes down to that one end thing. So I don't know, maybe they're going to do so it that, that way. That would work. That was work. Yeah. That would work. So because that was yep. one of my first concerns, is not having to go through that. You know, too. I, I just thought if you, I guess if you're using or if you own Tables in Wonderland, that would probably attach to your account, so that's you wouldn't have to pull that card out every time. Yep. Yeah, that's even better. Okay, um, let's see here. My Magic cool. Plus, my Magic Plus will be available to tourists as well as park regulars, including annual pass holders, offering access to FastPass Plus for usage. Though usage will be different across ticket types. Um, yeah, my my first thing that uh, I kind of was talking to Adam uh, off, basically off before we started uh, uh, 
recording was saying, gee, I wonder if it's going to be different for like a value resort person and then a moderate and then a deluxe. Like deluxe will get five fast passes a day where value will get the basic or the standard, which would be three. So that's, I'm gonna yeah, I don't, curious to see. I don't know. And then what about people who aren't staying on property? Right, you know? yeah, exactly. Well, then they might get the standard, which is still three. I know, yeah, I know, so. technically. But even at that, it seems like, yeah, it would be kind of a ripoff then, I, I guess, to somebody who would say, well, I'm still staying on property and value, and somebody who's not staying on property at all is getting the same thing that I'm getting. Yeah, then again, at the same time, if you are in the, if you are in the park, you are all equal in regard to fast passes right now. That's true. So you can do as many as you want, but you have to do it within the time it tells you. And that doesn't matter if you're coming in from out of town, if you're uh, local, or if you're staying on property. So um, now this this next paragraph could actually be the one that kind of gets the people that are not staying on property. It says Magic Bands will be free, included for guests staying in Walt Disney World uh, hotels, annual pass holders and anyone who purchases a photography package. All other guests can purchase a magic band if they choose, but can otherwise still take part in My Disney Experience, including FastPass Plus, Touch to Enter, Touch to Pay, via RFID, Embedded Park Tickets. So they're using a ticket instead of a band at that point, but they can still, I guess you could still use your mobile app, the My Disney Experience, to schedule your fast passes. But you're gonna yes. end up paying if you want the magic band. Yes. So, uh, yeah. I, that, okay. So I guess that makes sense. It, uh, at first I was thinking, it, is this a penalty? Is there going to be like a penalty that you have to purchase the Magic Band? But you don't really have to have it is basically what they're saying. Right. Well, it's pretty much to the point where if you are not staying on property, that's one less thing you need it for. You don't have a room key, you know, on property. So that's, you know... And I think the, it's a, probably a good thing they're doing it that way. That way, you know, um, annual annual pass people, I mean, what are they going to do? I mean, you know, you're just going to use it to have a credit card and your park ticket? Oh, well, maybe your... Um, and your annual pass. I mean, it would be... At that point, you would really think that definitely the reusability of it would come into it as a factor. Because with right. an annual pass, you're going to be there more than just that one trip. That's the way right. at least you would see it. And so technically, it would really work well. So those would probably be the people who would also do uh, the next thing that they're going to talk about here, which was Disney will separately sell Magic Band accessories and special designs as collectibles to offer the ability to uniquely style each wristband. And then they, you know, there's certain types, I'm sure, like if you're... If your favorite part's Epcot, you could probably get an Epcot band. Or if your favorite favorite attraction is Splash Mountain, then you could probably get a Splash Mountain Mountain band. So, um, anyway, um, yeah, yeah, that I would think though. Obviously, you're not going to buy one of those if you're somebody who's there every four years. But maybe mm. you will. I don't know. Maybe you will just as a novelty. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. It just seems like novelty maybe is. Other stuff maybe along the way they could do with these. Yeah. Uh, you know, especially I thought the other day with them doing the traveling D23 stuff. Uh, at some point, yeah, if you kept your magic band, obviously it still knows who you are. You're in their database. And if mm -hmm. you came to the D23 events, your magic band may work there. Yeah. So It's true if they brought the technology with them, right. which I don't know how that... 
I would think it would just be something they could be connected to an internet source, and they yeah, could. I wouldn't think RFID you know, would, would be that hard, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, you are at that point. You're talking about it, searching across the web, basically, to get back yep. to the servers there. Yep. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Magic bands will offer turnstile free access to the parks with a quick tap for entrance. Uh, I haven't seen anybody put anything up. I really, I have to say, though, I haven't looked, but I had heard. That you could do this right now at Hollywood Studios. That's the only one that I've heard of so far. But it it could be outside of that by now. Of course, I haven't been there. Um, but that was the first one that I, I had heard somebody actually mention that they actually saw it or used it going into Hollywood Studios. And then I remember them testing them at Epcot, probably well six or eight months ago. Okay. So at that point, I it can't be that difficult. If you've ever seen. The thing that you tap up against, it just looks like a stick with a ball on top of it and a Mickey Mouse head on there. Yeah. Um, well, the, the promo shots look exactly like that. So. Yeah. And so technically, you wouldn't think it'd take a whole lot of work to set that station up for people to just come through. Yep. Um, this would be good, too, obviously. When I go in, I get Connor in the wheelchair. And if I could just go through and just tap something, him, him and I could do that and not have to go through the normal way of trying to get to a turnstile, that would be nice. Yeah. Uh, I'm also thinking, though, too, still going through bag check. If you've got bags, you're still going through bag check. Yeah, so yeah that's a security down. thing that's never going to go away. Right, so. right. Um, yeah, so, you know, I, I heard something, though, too, and this is a little bit off the off this su subject, that through TSA, uh, in the airports now, you can buy, buy or you register for an access thing and basically it makes you a trusted partner or something and so you don't have to you're no longer the person who's got to take your shoes off and go through the rigorous TSA stuff wow and so they could, interesting they could typically I mean they could go in the same direction with this yeah if you're pre-registered I mean if you're an annual pass holder they know you they know who you right. are it's not like you're a one-time person I wonder if that's a little more extreme, though. I mean, like you're you give them access to your social security number oh, and yeah. a background check or something like yeah. that. You know, well, I mean, that's, that's pretty personal information. People don't want, you know, necessarily. So yeah, I would think that you could probably. Um, I mean, I'm sure you can give them as much information as you care to divulge. Wow. Interesting. I mean, yeah. If you think about it, I mean, we talked about that before uh, when we were just discussing the wireless in the parks and signing on and all the data yep. mining that they could do through your mobile phone yep uh this yeah i don't know if we i don't know if we talked about that on on the show though no no so, we never I'm, yeah no, maybe i remember at the time talking about the uh, i was going to take screenshots of the contracts which i did yep uh and technically i mean yeah you are to sign on to their wireless is just like signing on to wireless if you're in mcdonald's or anywhere else you basically yep. are giving them the ability to peek and sneak at what you're doing with your mobile device. Yep. Um, so, same thing. I, I don't know that. I mean, part of me, it could be that I'm naive, but part of me tends to trust what Disney's going to do with my stuff. Um, if there's ever a company that I want them to to be able to kind of, uh, uh, what is it I want to say, profile, set up a profile on me, Mm -hmm. uh, they would probably be the place, because I always want to—I want them to be able to get stuff to me uh, and basically profile me, use information, yep. and contact me and say, "This is made just for you." 
Mm-hmm. And so, and that could help with a lot of people. Uh, so yeah. they're not having to do as much planning. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I have more comments to go on that. Do you want to? Do you want to continue with everything you've got there before we got, finish no, I up? I just got like a couple more things here. So yeah, let's let's hear your comments on that. Okay. So the first thing I I started looking online to see what people were saying about this announcement and. A, you know, it's, I don't know. I want you know. I'm on, just on lo- online forums and stuff, and some of them are like New York Times and whatnot. So it's different views. But there are people that are freaking out about it. They're like, "Oh, great! Now they're gonna track me wherever I am." Blah blah blah. And then other people are like, "Oh, this is great. Disney's a good company. We're glad this is happening. We can get a better experience out of it." And I guess the only thing I would have to say is I lean towards the good experience, and Disney's gonna do a good job with it because. I work on the IT side of things, I know how networks work, and not only that, there are things all out there right now today that everybody gets tracked, you know, when you drive into Washington DC, I've heard, I don't know if it's true, but your face gets snapped on photos all over the place over there because they're constantly looking for things. Um, uh, Your credit card, people can track your credit card, I mean not people, but you know, someone can if it's, it's a security risk or whatever. You know, all those types of things that everyone's always afraid, oh, well, they're going to look into my personal information or whatever. It's And if you're on an internet source, if you are feeding any inf- internet information through any of their routers, it is very easy to see what you are doing and how long you've been there, what you've downloaded. You know, it doesn't say, like, if it's encrypted, you know, they can't get your passwords, but they can see that you went to Yahoo Mail to check your Yahoo Mail or whatever like that. And not only that, but Disney has secured cameras throughout their parks. So this is just taking it one step further and it's making it digital and they're using it so that you can get benefits from them tracking you, basically. And again, like you said earlier, you do have options to say, you know, don't track me on this, don't track me on that, don't track me on that or whatever. And I know the federal government is trying to regulate things like that to make make things aware you know as the future progresses um that stuff like this doesn't get too out of hand and then companies don't take advantage of it but at least it's something that i think is beneficial to this point so well and my, my thought there is i mean does disney really want to abuse this i don't believe they do because it hurts them uh, if somebody uses this a couple times and finds out why well, this is really trusted and it worked extremely well for me then they're going to continue to want to use it more and more and more, probably even in more depth because, you know, Disney's earning trust with them. And Mm -hmm. so I would think that they would guard that pretty well. I mean, you know what, if you're going to get into that, um, everybody has an internet service provider in their home. Somebody is feeding internet into your home for you. That that service provider sees everything that you're doing. If somebody wants records on you, I mean, it's there. And so at some point, are you going to choose to block everything? You want to get rid of your smartphone? You want to get rid of your service provider? I mean, you can go off the grid and be a no, basically be just a a black box to everything Mm -hmm. out there. I guess that's a choice you got to make at some point. You know, how how much do I really want to hide under everything's radar? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, but anyway, with all that, I, I... I think it's great, and it's and it's it's funny because it reminds me of um, Tom Cruise movie. He goes, I forget what it is, but it's in the future. Minority Maybe it's Minority Report. Report. Yeah, yeah. 
and uh, he basically the whole thing is he's is it you know, Minority Report? Maybe it's Total Recall or something with Schwarzenegger. I don't remember. But he's walking through something, and an advertisement comes up, pops out in the middle of nowhere, and it speaks directly to that person, whoever it is, because it's so integrated into them. They know exactly who it is. You know, they know you by name. They know your interests. It's that kind of a thing. That's this is the future of you know what it what it could be, which I think is awesome because, like you, I am interested in having Disney. I want when I walk in the park, I want a fast pass to my favorite ride. I don't care what the popular ride is. I want my favorite ride, exactly. you know. Yep. And I want to be able to schedule my stuff and go to my favorite restaurants. And I don't want to have to wait forever. And I want them to be able to give me good deals on whatever. And so yeah, yeah, you're right. So. Well, and I, I mean, I'm thinking, how many people haven't been able to get a fast pass to Toy Story Mania because they weren't at the absolute opening of the park they didn't make it to that like your kids yeah. wanted to sleep in or your child's having a bad morning and now because of that you're penalized by the fact that you can't get fast pass because everybody else ran in basically and ate them all up yep. um and that that would be annoying that is annoying um just because you you know because you had a bad morning now your your day continues it's not going to be a bad day because now instead of getting a fast pass and being able to get on toy story mania with your kids in a timely manner, now you're going to wait an hour and a half or two hours. Uh, so it, this actually erases that because now, mm -hmm. uh, if you know your fast pass time for Toy Story Mania is four o'clock and you've arranged it, you know what? If you want to show up to the park at three o'clock, show up, and you can walk your mm -hmm. kids straight to Toy Story Mania and get on, and you're set. Um, yep. And I know a lot of people are thinking, "Well, I don't want to schedule everything in my day," but I'm telling you what: the first time you're walking into this parks with two and three little kids uh, in strollers on your arm, however it is, however it happens to go. You want things, you want to have a smooth and efficient day with those kids and do your thing and make sure that they get on the ride and see the characters that they want to see with as little stress as possible. I, mm -hmm. I don't care who you are. Um, if, if that's you and yeah, I mean it ruins, it absolutely can ruin your day that you find yep. out, man, it's 11 o'clock, and I just got here, and now basically either the Fast Passes are out for the day for Toy Story Mania, or whatever your favorite attraction, busy attraction, happens to be. They're either out, or guess what? Hey, yeah, we can get a Fast Pass, and we get to ride it at 6 o'clock tonight. And I don't know. I think, especially in these instances, this is an, it's a fantastic idea to help families, and just to help your day go, go a little smoother. Yeah, I want to stress one thing that I think Disney knows, and this is not really that in the advertisement, it really wasn't said this way. This is not necessarily geared towards only planning ahead. This is also geared towards last minute stuff. So the way the blog designed it when they announced it, if you go to Disney Parks blog, um, DisneyParks.com slash blog you're gonna you'll read up on it and the one comment he makes is if you have a last minute change on something and you want to ride something fast pass oriented you can do it yep. and this is going to allow it even though you can plan ahead 
it's also allowing for those people that don't plan ahead or want to be spontaneous because there's well, a lot of people that also want to do that. So. And there is room for the spontaneous. If you have a fast pass schedule for 4 o'clock, you know, as for Toy Story Mania, and you decide, no, you know what, we would rather try to get maybe around 6 or 7 o'clock, and you go out on My Disney Experience and you look and there are openings at 7, then you can schedule your, change your schedule to 7 o'clock. And so there is a way to kind of be spontaneous and move on the fly with all this stuff. Uh, and so think about, yeah, think about the current system in that situation. Say they decide to do Toy Story and then they decide not to. Okay, well now you've got a paper ticket that goes to waste. And now someone else loses out on an opportunity to use a fast pass because you have a paper ticket that you just throw away. When in fact, it can be electronic and it can be transferred to somebody else. Exactly. Exactly. Much better. So yeah, I think that I think that in the end, uh, after the drama is over with and the naysayers have kind of tried this and found out that hey, this actually does work pretty good. Um, I think that people are going to find out this is really a sweet deal. Okay, uh, yeah. let's go on to the next thing here. Rides and cues can use magic bands for personalized experience. Uh, with the example of Scuttle and the Journey of the Magic uh, Journey of the Little Mermaid queue in uh, Fantasyland may soon be able to converse with guests. Uh, another thing that I had read is, let's say you're going into, you're taking your kids in to meet with Cinderella, uh, a meet and greet. Well, if they have the band on, your kids can go in and Cinderella already knows their name. So mm -hmm. I thought I thought that was pretty cool, um, and that could that could be expanded in so many ways that I can't even think of them all at this point. Well, you could actually think about it this way. I know this is a little bit off the beaten track, but right now, uh, if anybody knows of Chipotle, it's a great restaurant. It's pretty wide known now. You know, it's Mexican-style fast food, whatever. You can get on your app, on an iPhone app. I think they have a Droid app, too. Order your food through Chipotle. Go pick it up. The next time you go order your food at Chipotle, you can make that your favorite meal which is basically like you have different favorites and it's just what you eat the time or whatever. And and actually, I've done that where I've called Pizza Hut up and they're like, oh, you ordered this last time. Do you want to order this again? You can now go into a Disney park. They know what you like. They know what food you like. And they can almost like already have your meal ready to be ordered for you, you know, just well, by making your reservation and there. Think and, about that, you know, yeah, or, with a yeah. reservation that like, let's say you love the plaza and you're going to be coming to the parks and they can see that okay you have something scheduled but you haven't done maybe an ADR yet they mm -hmm. could go back and actually look and say you've eaten at the plaza the last three times you were here would you like to schedule this again yep I just I don't know it seems like a million Great different stuff. ways that you kind of have something helping you there to kind of schedule your trip yes awesome I I'm excited because the next time I'm going this stuff's going to all be implemented and it's going to be sweet and I can't wait. And in fact, I can't wait to see how far in advance I can start planning so I can start planning my next trip. So, Okay, and then the, really the last thing I've got here is something that everyone's going to think of. Uh, if you have your credit card and everything attached and your room key and everything attached to your magic band and it's lost, here's the deal. It says, if lost, guests can have their magic bands deactivated by cast members or by going online. Disney claims no personal information can be retrieved from a lost or stolen wristband. Likewise, purchases totaling over $50 will require a pin to support tap to pay. So, I don't know. I think that you can tell that they've actually tested this 
quite a bit already. Yeah. Just by the little and, things that have come up. Yeah, and people may be concerned about it and whatnot. It's not that big a deal. I mean, for crying out loud, if I lose my iPhone, I can go online, log in, and erase it right, right away. Right. It's not like, you know... I mean, an iPhone is much more valuable than somebody's information with an RFID, which is locked behind some code thing that you don't even know how to access because it's RFID. But an iPhone, you know, you can access with it to get my personal information. But anyway, and now a lot, of, stuff... a lot of people might say, "Well, why would you want me to to schedule my fast passes two months ahead?" Um, here's the thing: if you don't own a smartphone, and there actually are people out there that don't own smartphones, if you don't own a smartphone then you can schedule all this stuff over your computer at home before you ever touch the parks. And then, you know yep. what? And some people, even if they have a smartphone, they go into the parks and they say, I, le I leave my phone back in the hotel room or whatever. I turn it off. I don't, that's, I'm on vacation. I don't want to mess with the phone. Yep. And so this is a way of, hey, yeah, set it all up. Put your phone away. You don't have to worry about it. Yep. It really exactly. is a, kind of one of those things of you can schedule as much or as little as you wish. Yep cool all right man well that's kind of uh everything that i've seen out there so far uh can't wait to see what else they can do with this thing and i can't wait to try it uh, yeah i can't wait to try it either i can't wait to hear what i can't wait to hear reviews of people talking right. about it that is kind Could of what i waiting to see um out. yeah i just there's other things um i kind of want to add this in there it's kind of unrelated but it's disney oriented so I just wanted to let everybody know, I, I know we talked about um, Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom, but I actually talked in detail with uh, Bob and Cheryl about it, much more detail, and I found out that that is a really cool game. I think everybody should go play it at least once. It's and extremely popular. Yeah, it's popular, but at the same time, Bob said that he, he collected all the cards. He's, he has them in like this, like a, you know, like They're baseball folder, cards. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, I saw people doing that when I was in the parks. Uh, it's awesome. Now, you have to pay if you want to get some extra special cards, but, you know, he didn't pay for any of them. He just got all these other ones. Well, but he, did he got get, actually... Did he get a special one by going to Mickey's Not So Scary and then to the Christmas party? I think yes, they gave exactly. out special cards. Right, okay. Yep, yep. And you actually, you can get on eBay and sell them, and they're worth money. And stuff. I'm just like baseball cards and whatnot. But anyway, the game itself was really cool the way he described it, and I was impressed. I thought it, this is this is ab above and beyond another attraction in the park that if you're an annual pass holder and you've ridden all the attractions 50 million times and you want to just go do something else in the parks, this is perfect. So well, you know, and I, anyway. I, I mean, sometimes kids they don't they don't want to just wait in line to ride rides, and yep. so yeah, you could spend a day just doing this stuff with them. Uh, yep. I think that, and they love it. Uh, yeah, they they would love it. Just the fact yep. of seeing what comes next and doing it. You know, I, I mean, I heard so many kids when I went through Epcot doing the, um, oh, what was it before it became Perry? For, oh, yeah, um, Kim Possible. Right. I heard so many kids having a blast with their parents doing that, uh, mm -hmm. and I would hear that same dit, 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 on the phone. They were having yeah. a blast, man. These kids were smiling, laughing. It was always great to see for them to see what was coming next, and it's. It's always that treasure, I don't know, it's a carrot and stick theory, but it's that treasure dangled out there at the end of the rope, at the end of mm -hmm. each little stage for them. I, I was amazed. Um, can't say, like, I, I mean, uh, it's been so long ago that I can't really remember back that far. 
<laughs> but I'm not sure if I would have had a good time with something like this or not. But when I see these kids, there's not a doubt in my mind. They're having a blast. And their parents, their parents are into it. And it's not just standing in a queue waiting to get on a ride. So, uh, yeah, that kind of stuff, when I see that going on around me, I'm usually one of those people that I have to see it, watch it happen around me quite a few times before all of a sudden one day it just clicks and I think, you know what, okay, it's time for me to try this. Yeah, cool. Okay, well, um, yeah, maybe sometime we can really get an in-depth thing going on or you can discuss it maybe a little more in-depth. Uh, we should just, if we should, we should just actually, well, if we get time just to record a live show to yeah. and that or yeah. something. Yeah, to, to really go deep into, to because the show we did, it was just a segment, I believe, and we were, I, it's because I had just done some stuff in beta with it, yep. so, yeah, I can tell you, I, I don't know everything about it, and I can see at some point it's becoming, it's so popular already in the Magic Kingdom. I can see this thing being spun out into the other parks just to take some of the pressure off of the Magic Kingdom and all yep. of the people that want to play it there. I mean, if you could run to Animal Kingdom or Hollywood Studios or Epcot and start playing it over there, all the power, I think it would be great. Sure, yeah. Okay, man. Well, that's all we have for tonight, I believe. Do you have anything else you want to throw in, Adam? Not at all. I just want to say, um, are we closing out the show? You yeah, want to we're take just a break? close out and let it run on. Okay. Nah, we'll just close it out. Cool. I just, I just want to say, man, uh, life is busy for us. And mm -hmm. uh, actually, no, you, you wouldn't say this, but Doug's daughter just got married, so he just today, today. actually, today. we're recording yes. it after the wedding, so it goes to show you how. Uh, we really enjoy this, and every time we get to an opportunity to kind of talk about it, we like to. And so thanks for listening, and thanks for taking the time. Just stay tuned for the future. We're not doing this by all any planned method. It's just however we get time to do it. Um, I got two kids at home now, and the, the four-month-old, is he's got quite the hack, hacking cough and cold going on. He's all right, but I feel bad for him, and... A little no guy way. like huh. that, you kind of just like, man, I wish he'd feel better. And but uh, anyway, we press on, and that's life. And uh, we just we just look forward to recording shows. And thanks, thanks you guys for everybody for following along and for staying tuned to what we have to say. So that's All right, it, everybody. Yeah, this is actually, um, I and I think I just said this to you the other night, Adam. This is a good outlet for me. Uh, so many other things go on that are completely out of my control during the day that it's nice to be able to sit down and do a show and something that's kind of in my control and, and talk about something that, um, yeah, that's enjoyable to talk about. It's enjoyable to dream about, to think about, to just discuss and think about what can be on your next trip, even if that trip isn't for another five years. Uh, yeah. I think it's good to just uh, always, I don't know, it's like, you know, sitting down and for some people, reading that book or watching that movie that you've already seen once, twice, three times, and doing it again yeah so anyway exactly. and the nice thing is is disney's always rewriting the book so it's true so, very true all right everybody well this is it for us again this week and uh we'll catch up with you when we catch up with you okay thanks see ya